Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet, a betting site with a difference. Not only are we offering the best available odds on a United win, we've also got exclusive special bets created by Reds. And as we share half our net profits with the United supporters community, no matter what, the fans can always end up winning. Check out our website, redarmybet.com, or download the app, Red Army Bet. About fans, by fans, for fans. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten and I'm stood outside Cardiff City Stadium, opposite, I think, where the old Ninian Park was. And I'm with a Cardiff City fan. Family? Yeah? Uh, and I thought it'd be nice to get um, the opinion of a Cardiff City fan on. First of all, what's your name? Chris. Where are you from? Uh, Newbridge. Newbridge. And you get to a lot of games? Yeah, I missed home game in two years. A few away games, as many as I get to, but uh, not too many away games, unfortunately. The first thing I must ask you is, what's your opinion of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Because he had nine months here and it wasn't the most successful time. No, it didn't, didn't go down pretty well and uh, took a stone and uh, I don't think he'd get much of a reception date, to be quite honest with you. What did he do wrong? Uh, I think it's more a question. Uh, did nothing, nothing right, really. I don't think. I Was think it that bad? Uh, well, I think it's just inexperience, really, and uh, thrown in the deep end. I mean, I think this, uh, staying up in the Premiership is certainly a difficult thing to do, and uh, I just don't think he's ready for the task, really. Because when he came in, it was welcomed, wasn't it, by Cardiff? Oh, City absolutely, fans? yeah. I mean, uh, you know, an ex-United player, you know, top name, and uh, you expect big things of him. You know, come from a big club, and sometimes it doesn't always work, and it didn't. And uh, How's Premier League football been for you this year? That's well, been fantastic, really. I mean, it's uh, started off pretty tough, but we've picked up some wins now. And uh, you know, there's not, there's not much uh, between the bottom teams and, and the mid-table, and uh, every point's vital. And uh, probably looking forward to today with, with Mourinho in charge. But you know, it's a little, little more uh, apprehensive now with uh, Ollie in charge. And uh, well, hopefully we can get a get a result today. And you know, it's been fantastic, fantastic atmosphere there today. And uh, Really looking forward to the game. Who have been your best players? Uh, Saul Vambo, without a doubt. Um, Ariadne, sort of working. Um, Josh Murphy, creative. Um, Hoylet's been pretty, um, uh, how can I say, uh, not as good as we expect him to be, but he scored some vital goals in the last few weeks and he's picked up a bit. And uh, Manga as well, he's been fantastic. And uh, Neil Etheridge, I think, has been fantastic between the six as well. Are you confident you can stay up? Uh, if you'd asked me six weeks ago, yes. I'd say no. Now I'm sort of uh, 80% sure we can do it. You seem to be behind your manager, Neil Warnock. Uh, yeah, fa- yeah, it's fantastic. He did a brilliant job last week, uh, last year, sorry. And uh, yeah, and this is his last year in charge, and I think he's putting everything into it. And uh, I think he's going to go out on a high and uh, keep us up. Describe your rivalry with Swansea City, and you must have been uh, devastated when they were relegated. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, I can remember singing, oh, you know, we're coming for you, we're coming for you. And then uh, when you came we, up, they we, went down. We, we, we came up, they went down. And, uh, well, it's great, really, isn't it? I mean, everybody, everybody, loves, everybody loves a bit of the old um, derby banter and stuff. So, uh, yeah, pretty good. And tell me about Cardiff, as in the city. It seems to have changed a lot since I first came here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's sort of, it's, you know, there's been a lot of developments in the Bay and stuff and uh, a, lot, a lot of money gone into, gone into everything. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a cracking city, you know. It's... Um, Oh, we love coming here, you know, from the valleys, and uh, you know, every time we go down there, there's a good buzz, a good atmosphere, and uh, yeah, it's a fab city. And the valleys traditionally has produced great footballers, and Jimmy Murphy, Manchester United's assistant manager, who was from yeah. the, from the Ronda. Absolutely. Yeah. How are the valleys now? Because they were coal mining areas, and oh, they're not anymore. No, no, I'm pretty deprived. Um, we relied a lot on uh, in the last few years, ironically, on European money, and uh, it seems uh, it's going the other way now. So this was a bit disappointing. So people there would have voted to leave or to, to remain? 
Uh, well, the referendum. People are for Brain would have voted to remain, but I, I, I believe a lot, a lot of people did vote to leave, and I don't think you know they were sent out the right message from, uh, you know, mainly from the government. I don't think uh, Jeremy Corbyn, the Labour Party, particularly helped. Really, didn't seem to put much effort into the emphasis on remaining. And uh, well, that's, the country's in a bit of a mess at the moment, isn't it? Because I, the, I don't think you can just blame it on the people from the valleys. No, no, but, no, uh, no. Yeah. But is it is it a football or is it a rugby area? Um, I think it's a bit of both now. Um, I mean, Valley's probably more essentially rugby, but you know, uh, with the success of Cardiff City, it always filters up through the valley. And uh, as you can tell, tell by the you know the attendance is this year. I mean, the pursuit of the Premiership is a bit, is the big selling point, and it does attract you know a lot of people from the valleys. You know, so uh, and it's a good it environment. Success to... brings uh, you know brings the crowds in, doesn't it? So and it's a good environment to bring your family because so, yeah. it was a tough place, wasn't it? Oh in yeah, the 80s. yeah. It's an well, away uh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, I mean, I, I, I came. Where we stood now? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Then what used to happen here was the stadium, and and, and all the way coaches used to be parked just behind us here, and you had to cross the road here, and and, and this road here, it was used to be uh, uh, quite a tough place. We, you know? I couldn't be talking to you here with a <laughs> oh, Manchester no, accent in no, 1987. Oh, not, not at all, no. But you know, I think that was that was the same. You know, a lot of grounds around the country, and uh, you know, it, things have moved on, and, and that sort of side of the game has disappeared. That well, not disappeared, but you know, is uh, it's, it's not very often. You see or hear of uh, bad incidents here and everywhere, so I, you know, I think it's uh, you know, the game's changed outside the, outside the field as well as you know on the field. So, Finally, uh, can I have a prediction for today from the three of you? I'm sure. One nil, Sol Bamba. One nil, Sol Bamba. Um, two one, Morrison and Murphy. Two one, Hoyland Lang and for Man United Lukaku. So, all three of you. You've really upset me now. You all think that Cardiff City are going to win. I thank you for your time and I hope you have a have a lovely right. day. Thank you very Take much. care. That'll be out. That'll be out tomorrow. Right. And to you, mate. Cheers. See you later. Right. So we're gonna walk around to the away end now. And I've been here well I came in 14 when David Moyes was in charge. It was a two-all game. And I remember David saying that he was delighted with a draw at Cardiff. And me thinking, shouldn't really be saying that because you're Manchester United. And I also remember a train back to London because I think the game was on a Sunday afternoon and it was packed with Manchester United fans, most of them well-behaved, but some horribly obnoxious United, drunken United fans on it as well. I've been to Cardiff uh, to write about Cardiff City several times. Uh, I wrote a couple of big features on their rivalry with Swansea and I met up with the Soul crew, the old Cardiff hooligan firm, and spent time with them, travelled to Swansea with them. and They're tough lads and... It's nothing like it, it used to be, as Chris the Cardiff fan was just saying there, but there's no love lost between Swansea and Cardiff. Swansea fans would sing Swim Away to the Cardiff fans. That's in reference to... They want to chase them out of... Um, uh, into Swansea Bay. And they... Um, they've just avoided each other this year because Swansea went down and Cardiff have gone up. And it looked like... They were going to go down, but Neil Warnock's a great fighter. He knows what he's doing. I'm just coming up to the away end now. Welcome to Cardiff City. It's the second shortest day of the year, and the sun's starting to dip behind the hill, overlooking the river. I'll come back to you. Taff, and it runs into Cardiff Bay. And Cardiff, it's a much improved city. I've been here 24 hours now, and it's got a vibrancy. It feels like a capital city, uh, which it obviously is. And it's a nice place to come. I brought my family here and they really enjoyed it. I definitely got happy memories of uh, visiting when the FA Cup finals were here. 
apart from, uh, was it 05 when I outplayed Arsenal and got beat? But, um, the Millwall one was here and there were League Cup games here uh, against Liverpool. I think we lost one of them. But we poked fun at Liverpool fans with a massive Mickey Mouse treble banner. So I'm going to sell United We Stand for a bit and I'm going to uh, get into the ground and hopefully bring you an interesting podcast. The lads are coming down on the monkey bus. They're going to do some part of the podcast. Currently, they've been informed that they're on strike and refusing to talk. Uh, there's an argument over agents, fees, and commissions. So, that's, I don't know if we're going to get them on this podcast or not. We're all steaming as well and have been since about 10 o'clock this morning. So, uh, let's see where this podcast goes. But the most important thing, which I've not even mentioned yet, is that it's Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's first game. And I feel happier that he's now Manchester United manager. I think he's lifted the mood which is a good thing, and there's optimism. I feel a lot happier about my club than I did a week ago. Some of the big United coaches are starting to come in now with carrying supporters and some Cardiff coaches as well. And I knew uh, Ollie Gunner as a journalist and as a fan. When he, when he was at the club, I, I wrote his website for him. Uh, he bought a copy of... He bought one of the T-shirts with uh, Sheringham and Solskjaer, which we produced through United We Stand in... 1999 and that was before fans were sort of mailing t-shirts out you know you've got t-shirts United and stuff we sold so many of them and Ollie Gunnar went into sports pages in Manchester and bought one and I like that he just went in with his family one day and bought one maybe we should reissue that that t-shirt again and he's, he's a good lad people speak very well of him he's got a tough job now he's a family man uh, things didn't work out here I spoke to him when he was here because I remember Rodrigo Possibon asked me to call him to say that he wanted to play ideally for Solskjaer at Cardiff City so I called him and he was under so much pressure but he took the call he said Andy Rodrigo's a good guy but uh, I'm under I'm really under it here and he did it in this sort of Norwegian Mancunian accent which we've all come to love and hopefully he'll get a good start and Cardiff away um, Huddersfield and Bournemouth and Newcastle away it could be much tougher than that and they're all tough in their own ways, but then our expectations have probably dropped, when, and they do that when you draw in nil-nil against Crystal Palace. But things are happier this week, so I go into today with optimism, and let's see who we speak to along the way as part of the United We Stand podcast. Outside the away end, talking to various United fans. How are you feeling about today? Uh, I, I am. Uh, I'm Simon from Blackburn. Uh, hell of a lot happier, you know, since the you know, last game at Liverpool. That was just absolutely toxic. Uh, I think everybody's now looking forward, you know, every smile on the face. All the United fans are looking forward to this. I know he's only here for a, a few months, but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can get turn around, get some good results, have a good run in the FA Cup, have a bash of that Champions League as far as we can go, and try and get in, you know, top four if possible at top six definite for Europe I've seen you at reserve and youth team games Simon were you at Lee on Monday yeah I went to the uh, youth cup game against Chelsea that was one of the best games I've seen for a long long time some top just some top young prospects in that team everyone's uh, talking about Greenwood who else would you say oh Mason Greenwood James Garner uh, the, 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 well the couple that didn't play the, the younger Slovakian keeper he looks, he's in the under 23s now Lee O'Connor who's playing left back for the under 23s as well and also Demani Mellon, I read as well. What's life in Blackburn like with Rovers who've been struggling so much? Do you have 
Rover, what was it like at the peak of the rivalry between United and, and Rovers, like 94, 95? Well, yeah, there was that rivalry for, you know, for three, four years, but that, that, you know, as soon as Jack Walker left, left the club, that just disappeared, and then they went down, they've gone down, and they just, and whilst they're in the championship, they're just not coming out, the crowds aren't there. You know, the, getting thirteen thousand, aren't they? Yeah, Twelve thousand. Yeah. You know, the only big, the only big time to get attendances now are when the Yorkshire clubs come over. The, the Chef Wednesdays, the Leeds. See, they, they get the door in end, don't they? And yeah, they the fill it with five, six, seven thousand. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I really miss that away end because it was the biggest allocation that you'd get. Yeah. Well, that's it. But the problem is, people have just fallen out of love with it and do not go now. And lots of, you know, lots of people, you'll, you'll see them, you know, getting on the train, Liverpool, City. They've got a massive uh, thing now in Blackburn City. And obviously United. Are there many United fans in Blackburn? Oh yeah, yeah, it's quite. Well, you, well, you know Stuart Truman. Yeah, Stuart. Yeah. <laughs> Dad Lenny. Yeah, yeah. He's been going. There's quite a few as well. You know, the, 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 the younger, younger lads as well. Yes, yeah, it, 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 you know, it's, it's good hardcore in there. How did you feel when you heard that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was going to be Manchester United's caretaker manager? Well, when I heard it first, I thought somebody was, you know, taking the piss. But obviously, you know, you, you're looking. You know, you, when you look at the the thing in the, the big picture they're obviously looking at a director of football if it's going to be Paul Mitchell then obviously you can, as Tim Sherwood said on the debate Pochettino's not far behind so if, if this is part of the big picture the big strategy for the next X number of years yeah, I'll, I'll buy into this but it, it, I hope it's not just a sharp thing or we'll please the fans and see what happens The fans do seem pleased today before this game this first one of Ollie's well, they are, yeah. Purely because I said it before, it was toxic. You know, there's people supporting Mino against Mourinho. The players, was, you know, I, I, I hate to think they didn't down tools, but in some cases it looked like they down tools. Who has let you down? Which players? Oh, the, yeah, the, the, one, the one player that's let me down is obviously Pogba, but obviously Sanchez, you know, where is he? You know, he's just missing completely. Prediction for today? I think if we get an early goal, I think, I think it could be, you know, 3 4 nil. There's 20 minutes to kick off. The United ends buzzing, people singing about Oli Gunnar inside the ground with a Norwegian red Viata. How are you feeling? Just all that because I'm going to carry on selling the magazine. But <laughs> to be honest, Andy, this is, this is, uh, this is huge. Just for a uh, United fan and uh, generally, but, but especially for us Norwegians. I've said uh, in, in, terms, in terms of history of Norwegian greatness, uh, you, you can't really compare to anything else. Maybe Norway beating Brazil in 98 in the World Cup, but, but uh, this, this is massive. We have a Norwegian manager in chairs of the biggest club in the world. It's absolutely amazing, to be honest. It's difficult to kind of just take in, really. New United we stand out today. Um, were you surprised? Yes. Are you United we stand? Are you happy? Yes, I am. I was. Um, I think most people in Norway were surprised. Uh, but at the situation you had to win, I think this is a very clever move by United. It's a clever move by Solskjaer. Not None of the parts have anything to lose. Yeah. If he can win a trophy, it would be a massive bonus. But what we need now is, is, is the positivity and the energy back in the team. Uh, 
And can he can he give that? Well, all you need to do is to listen to this. You need to. You can listen to the fans. You can listen to the supporters. Everyone's buzzing today. We're outside the away end. They're just singing about Ole Gunnar. When was proud as a Norwegian? I am, Andy. But when was the last time we were buzzing like this? No. Maybe, maybe, maybe after the Juventus game away. But we weren't playing great. But we picked up a fantastic result. So now this is this is unbelievable. For for Norwegian United fans, it really is. Have you you've been to be Dolly Gunnar many times? What's he like as a person? Uh, well, I haven't spoken to him that many times. It's a few times, but um, he is is a very nice, calm, composed manager, uh, nice, composed per- person in general. But um, I think what what really what really triggered United is that he is he's the um, he's the guy who knows. What Manchester United is all about. The Everyone's way he speaks, the way he, he conducts himself, he's united through and through. People are just walking past singing, you are my soldier. It's fantastic, <laughs> it? really is, it really is. Enjoy really the game, is. score prediction? Uh, I'll go 3-1 three, three, or 4-1 United. OK, I'll go 4-1 Cardiff. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Zine, can you lose your out today? Get United restart the United fanzine. Can you lose your out today? What do you think of that, then? It's amazing, isn't it? I think the, you know, the bounce factor that Ali's brought to that is incredible, isn't it, really? You still kept him for the dogs, do you? Yeah. yeah. Stick the change in with that. That's right, stick all the change in with Steve's Yeah, yeah. Right. Have a good Christmas. See you later. See you later. You know, you look at players and how they've managed to pick their game today. What's it, because they're allowed to play with more freedom? Or actually, have they really just... Um, have they affected the change themselves? By what they've done? We'll see after five more games, won't we? It's fuming. Absolutely fuming. Even though we won 5-1, five, five them cunts have had that in them all fucking year. You know, they've, all, they've done the manager out of the job. They've had that. Don't get a bigger fan than anyone, but it's bollocks. This whole week's been embarrassing for Man United. It's been an utter embarrassment. Woody's fuming. He's fuming. Woody's fuming, but... Listen, it is what it is, isn't it? We've got to get on with it. Get on with it. He's gone. Mourinho's gone. Ollie's come in, took over. We might have beat them 5-1 with him, but we definitely beat them 5-1 without him. So let's move on. Move on. All right, Steve. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what to make of it. Obviously, I'm buzzing United have won 5-1. But that just makes me think, what have the players been doing for the last six months, mate? What have they, what have they actually been doing? I'm buzzing with it. Don't get me wrong, mate. We've won 5-1. First time we scored five goals since Leverkusen away in 2014. Don't get me wrong, United fans are buzzing. But it, the big question is, where, where have them lot been? Under Mourinho. Can't pay brother cracks. I'm sorry. Nothing will change until Woodward and the Blazers fuck off. Ollie is the answer. Ollie, Ollie is the answer, isn't he? I hope. Absolutely brilliant. That, 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 first time we scored five since Leverkusen in 2013. That's it's a bit of a joke, really, but I'm, I'm buzzing. And I hope everyone else is as well. I hope. All right, mate. How you doing? It's an improvement, I suppose. Sorry. I, don't, I don't know what all this attacking football was about, to be honest. You, the difference for me was uh, 2-1 when they came back to 2-1. Under Benigno, he might have tried to hold on for the 2-1 lead, but today they went for the third, they went for the jugular, they went to try and finish the game off instead of hanging on. That was a big difference for me. So. Hello. 
fucking hell. It's like a hundred fucking ton weight has been lifted off the club. Hello, Steve. You all right? It's good, though, isn't it? We're not speaking to you tonight. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Good to see us play with a bit of a bit of player, a bit of verb. Can we have a Bellinio back? We actually, we actually had an overlap and goals. People running with the ball. I'll tell you what, though, I had a shit time at work for four weeks and a shit time at for four years, and that has lifted my spirits. Tell, tell you what's the question, Justin. I can't even moan about Herrera. He yeah, was, was going to say, good question, Justin. How did Herrera play? He played well. He was brilliant. Lindelof was brilliant. Do you still think Mourinho's the right man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're a daft to act there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you over, overdoing it? I mean, you're all right. Good one, it? Uh, still all over all the fake cons, though, aren't they? Fucking... It's what you expect though from him really, innit? Finally tied so up. Cardiff Steve. I'm I'm not building the ops up there. We'll find out next home games and there's next away game, but so glad that we won for Ollie. Just don't find it much better though. Mate. Enjoyed that. Not for that for a while. It was, um, do you know what? I know it was only Cardiff, and certainly want about the players, but the intent, there was a clear change of tactics. Wingers playing as wingers. Lindelof was allowed to cross the halfway line as midfielders played further up pressing. He's probably not going to last, but... Yeah, mate. That, that, that's what United should be. Try to play attractive football. Great United end. Oh, I see. Brilliant, money. I, um, well, five goals. We've probably had it covered already with everybody, but absolutely everything's been perfect today. Great trip down. There's Martin. For, so nothing changes, does it, with him? So he's smashed up. Um, great football. Great trip down. It'll be a great trip back. We worked, we worked out, Steve. Mike Phelan's last game at United, five goals. First game back, five goals. Not done it in between. There's your, there's your answer. There's your, uh, you take Hull down in the meantime as well. Uh, apart from Leverkusen, obviously. Well, in the Premier League, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah he's managed that, didn't he? But, yeah, it's going to be great on the way back. Absolutely brilliant. Are you still admiring my burger book, by the way? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> that ball was passed, wasn't it? It's really good, that, mate. Enjoyed it. Best atmosphere for a long time. United fans. Excellent. Steve. Oh, yeah, all right. Good, yeah. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Five goals always good. Can't complain, can you? Can't complain. Hello, Steve. All right. Oh, you still all right? Yeah, but Good. I'm okay as well, by the way. Good. So, do you want me to say something? No, you usually do. Well, I'll tell you what. We're happy like the rest of us are happy, aren't we? But I'll tell you, I'm going to make a prediction, right? There's a fella called Paul Mitchell. Right, that people might not know about. And this Paul Mitchell fella was the sports director at Southampton, who um, got all the uh, Southampton that that sort of time of Southampton players, and um, that went to Liverpool and Luke Shaw went to United and all that sort of thing. And then that Paul Mitchell went to Tottenham with Potticino. He didn't work out there for him, and uh, he went to a club called Leipzig, which people might know. But they've done really well in Germany. So it's only my opinion that I think Manchester United are going to get that man in 
Edward Wood will go to the sideways to do what he does, and Paul Mitchell will come in as a sports director, and you'll probably see um, Pochettino in the summer. That might not happen, but that's what I think anyway. I, I'm not anybody, am I? But anyway, talking about tonight's sort of thing, in the week, see, right? Knocking on bet was I'm not a betting man, right? But in the week, right? I've got an app on my phone like a lot of people have, and I put £25 on um, Rashford to score at any time, and I put £25 on Lingard to score at any time. So I'm winning, and that keeps me happy. Have a great Christmas, son. You too, mate. God bless. It's an hour or so after the final whistle, and I'm walking away from Cardiff City Stadium. That was incredible. That was so enjoyable. That was just wonderful to watch. And to listen to the Manchester United fans singing away in probably the best atmosphere that I've seen at a game for a long time. I'm in a car park walking towards a McDonald's. I've just passed a young man who's lying on the floor uh, on the grass verge. He looks completely bladdered. And I said to his mate, is he OK? And he, and he was bladdered as well. And he said, yeah, yeah, he's OK. Uh, it's the second time I've seen it this month because when I walked into Valencia train station a United fan had fallen over and cut his head and his mate was also telling concerned um, security officials that he was alright as well and he was steaming but this was a Cardiff City fan today and I've been listening to some of the comments as I've left the ground and people were complimenting Manchester United Cardiff City fans and it's quite nice to hear your team complimented by home fans because it's not been happening that much and I waited for the press conference as well. And I had a little idea that I'd try and ask Oli Gunnar his first question in his first game as Manchester United manager after the match. It was just me being juvenile, really, because I did the same with Gary Neville when he was at Valencia. And I sat on the front row and he didn't see me when he walked into the room. And then he did and he started giggling. And then I asked him a question and he tried to answer it. And then afterwards, we both got told off by someone working with Gary who accused us both of, <laughs> of being immature, which is probably true. It was slightly different with Oli Gunnar. And, and I asked him a serious question, which was to talk about the positives from United's performance. And that drew laughs. I wasn't intending for it to be funny, but clearly there were a lot of positives. And I just wanted him to pick up on a couple of different areas and, and highlight them and talk about the things he thought had been done well against Cardiff City and I also asked him about uh, the away end and his reaction to that he didn't get around to asking that and the question was moved on and he spoke a lot he spoke at length he answered far more questions than a typical Jose Mourinho press conference and he spoke very very good and I was thinking yeah this is the type of man you want to manage your football club now I'm conscious here not to get carried away because it's one game and it's was a win against a pretty poor team, a team who Neil Warnock just described as making errors you would see in Sunday League. And Warnock also said, quite rightly, that Manchester United will have far sterner tests. But there's no need to get carried away. I enjoyed what I saw today, and I think Manchester United fans uh, did as well. And Oli Gunnar, he pushed the right buttons. He talks about the history of the club, the traditions of the club, the attacking football of the club. He complimented the players talked consistently about how we've got very, very good players here, the best fans in the world, etc. And are, are United fans the best in the world? Well, it's subjective, isn't it? Because I'm sure Liverpool fans would say the same thing. Um, but it's what United fans want to hear at the moment because 
Jose Mourinho had just disengaged. He'd isolated himself. He stopped speaking to some of the people closest to him. And then Ole Gunnar complimented players on their performance. I thought that Victor Lindelof was excellent today. Nemanja Matic, who hasn't been short of critics this season, was really good. His ball through to Lingard, um, which split the defence, was superb uh, towards the end of the match. Lingard looked rejuvenated and happy. And Marcus Rashford, who, who's had problems with Jose Mourinho. I mean, he's, he's one of the ones who's been really frustrated, but he's not said it publicly because it doesn't really serve him well to say it publicly. Whereas Paul Pogba has been more, uh, not direct in his criticism, but people have known that the relationship between Pogba and Mourinho was not a good one throughout 2018. Now, Pogba has just gone up to journalists and tried to bury the hatchet with Mourinho, which I think is a little bit cheap because Pogba's let himself down and he's let Jose Mourinho down. I've said a couple of times, it baffles me why Pogba has no reference to being a Manchester United player on his Twitter bio. And maybe that'll change. Maybe that'll change this week. But Pogba's not the one who's lost his job. Mourinho's lost his job. He's gone back to Setubal, where I was last month, and I spoke to people in Setubal, Mourinho's hometown, and he's a hero there. He's an absolute hero. He's been a member of Vittoria, the team there, since he was five, and he's been to watch them play today, I'm told. And that's where he's back where he's loved, with the people who love him and uh, in the town where he's considered a hero. And quite rightly, because Mourinho has been a great manager, just not really at Manchester United. And he's got his own arguments and he's starting to put them out through his favoured people in the press. And more will come out in the coming weeks. And we know the criticisms. He feel, felt hamstrung by United's commercialism and some of the decision makers. And, and that's his version of events. Uh, we got a very nice message at United We Stand from a Camp Mourinho um, saying that uh, we're an important voice at the club and wishing us well and wishing the club well and that's all in, in United We Stand. And I sold United We Stand before the game today. It was a complete bus. United fans were turning up. One or two had added a few beers because the 5.30 kick-off didn't dampen anyone's enthusiasm for having a pint. And just to see the people buying the mag and we've sold out the copies we've had at Cardiff today. And people are like giving, a, giving me a fiver and saying, put the change to the cover because we needed to reprint the cover. But we more than covered that. We've had a huge surge in subscriptions this week. We're at the highest level we've ever had in the 29 year history of the mag. Um, so any extra money that we made at Cardiff today, we're gonna uh, pass it on to a homeless charity in Cardiff and another one. In, in Manchester. But there was a lot of generosity and a lot of goodwill from United fans as they went into the away end. And I stood outside it for two hours before the match and you could hear the atmosphere building up and up and up. It was just brilliant. It was just, it's why you go to football and it can't always be like this. And the news that uh, City have also failed to win, that's definitely added cheer being beaten suddenly at nil nil against Crystal Palace in November doesn't look quite so bad for for Manchester United but what was really encouraging today was the all-round performance of a lot of individual United players they moved the ball quickly they moved the ball forward when they lost the ball they worked very hard to recover it and 
Ole Gunnar, he said all these things after the game. This is the, the basic principles that he's working upon. And he's also filling the players with confidence by saying, you're among the best players in the world. Now, it would take a leap of faith to say that at the moment. But why shouldn't Paul Pogba or Alexis Sanchez or Anthony Martial, who was superb when he scored today, not be among the best players in the world? They've got the potential. They've got the stature. They've certainly got the wages to put them in that top bracket. But we haven't seen anything close to their full potential on a consistent basis. And for that reason, that's why United are so far off the top of the league and try to chase it down. Now, Ole Gunnar just said that Manchester United have closed gaps before, which is true. He also said this is a club which traditionally gets stronger in the second half of the season. And certainly during his time at the club, it was. Sir Alex Ferguson would relish in hunting teams down. I think the biggest gap which was closed was 13 points to Newcastle United in the 95-96 season. And there isn't that feeling among the current team of invincibility. And it could all come crashing down very quickly if the United don't beat Huddersfield and Bournemouth, because I think the team are expected to, to beat both. But there is a buzz for now. And why not enjoy it? Because this has been a really bad season so far. We've only isolated highlights. So the monkey bus has headed back off to Manchester. They were having their, their Christmas lunch today. So they've all been talking about all the different things that they brought down on the bus. I've seen pictures all over social media of massive hamburgers with mint pies on them and Twixes stuck on the side of them and all that sort of stuff. So them lads will do a podcast, um, hopefully, <laughs> on the way up to uh, Newcastle in a couple of weeks' time. And they were the lads who were just on, who Steve was talking to before I started talking here. So the next game will be from Old Trafford on Boxing Day. Huddersfield at home. There's a nice article on Huddersfield in the new fanzine. And that's on sale. All the subscription copies are in the post. You can download this issue now. And we'll be selling the mag at... Well, we plan to sell the mag at the next two games at Old Trafford. And if we've got any left... The, the Reading game at the start of January. I'm going to stay in Cardiff tonight, then I'm going to head back to Manchester. I've come down for the weekend with my family. They've really enjoyed it, actually. It's a good city to come to. I always thought that when we came here for, for cup finals. And I'll be changing nappies rather than uh, drinking 18 pints or whatever some of the people I saw have had today. But it was a great day today. It was a great evening in Cardiff, the capital of Wales where the score finished, Cardiff City 1, Manchester United 5. It's been far too long since I've been able to say 5 with regards to the number of goals that United have scored. Have a great Christmas. Thanks for listening this year. Thanks for supporting United We Stand and we'll join you on Boxing Day for the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the latest United We Stand podcast brought to you by Red Army Bet. We offer the best available odds on a United win as well as a host of special bets created by Reds. With half our net profits being donated to United supporters groups, Red Army Bet is about fans, by fans, for fans. Check out our website, redarmybet.com or download the app. Red Army Bet, we all follow United.